Black Ass Podcast with Hadia Robinson. Bono, bono, but bono, bon, but on. Run over to Miss Sophia's and play my number 217 in the box. But bono, bon, but on. Oh, let me tell you what you're not about to do up in here. But bono, bon, 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 bon. My mama used to always say to me, Felie, Felie, that's my name. Felie Wood. <laughs> what up what up everybody yo this is black ass podcast so that last line if you are if you up on your official black ass history is from the movie boom the Wiz, okay? Remember when they met the lion and they all went on there and they finally was, he's on that, he's on that. And they brought him into the fold and he had already done this song and then they was uh, got all the way down to the uh, subway station and this before the dude came. That was before that part. But when they first got down there and they were feeling all good, he was like, my mama used to always. <laughs> anyway, so I was going to do that last week in honor of Thanksgiving because that's like one of like that's a tradition in my family like certain holidays you watch the whiz unfortunately though (laughs) see what happened was right like i i was all set i was ready like you know what i'm saying i was there prepared what i didn't do was bring my microphone and i just couldn't record it without the microphone because it would have been like, I feel like it would have been worse to record it and y'all hear all kind of pots and pans banging in the background, people talking, my brother and sister over there drinking. It just would have been a lot happening, okay? I'm not saying they're alcoholics. I'm just saying it was a lot of liquor splashing around, okay? So I was like, you know what? I think people will forgive me. Um, But y'all turned up. So um, I just want to apologize to everybody that was in my inbox going off. Um. But I also want to remind y'all that um, <laughs> she ain't getting paid for this, okay? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. But I, no, look, I I appreciate every last one of y'all. I, I, I thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all continue to, you know, keep me together. Y'all continue to be like, uh, <laughs> so bitch, yeah. And I'll be like, damn gotta get my shit together um but you know what will help <laughs> y'all get a bitch some sponsors <laughs> okay i get some sponsorship dollars i will be online every day look every thursday every friday um uh, matter of fact i might do a thursday and friday podcast just because but right now <laughs> <laughs> happy thanksgiving everybody um i got a chance to go home and be with my family and i'm gonna tell you that was such the recharge I needed coming off this bullshit ass election, reading through Trump's tweets every other day and where he sounds like uh anyway, I'm not gonna do it. I can still talk shit about him. First of all, I have every intention of talking shit about him with zero fucks given. Absolutely. Much as they talked about Trump, much as they talked about Obama. Uh, yeah, I'm drag. I will be every day. It will be a new Trump drag. So uh, please be prepared. But um, I didn't realize, like once I was home with my family and just really able to uh, relax, relate, relax, 
Okay. That, if you don't know what that is, I really, I don't even know if I want to know who you are. Okay. Um, once I was home with my family and we all sitting together and we chilling and we laughing and talking and I just really, truly, truly realized what a, um, what a, how how stressed I was over the election. Like, I felt like, like most people, it was that immediate shock. Like, uh, wait, what? Wait, no, <laughs> this isn't, <laughs> this, what? This doesn't, this, this is not possible. Right. And then, you know, the I feel like my reaction after that was just kind of reading everything, seeing everything, and just over-absorbing, and then wanting to gouge my eyes out. And then after that, to counter that, um, my, my reaction was just like, okay, I'm just not going to be a part of it. So I completely turned everything off like I wasn't online I I wasn't really on Facebook I wasn't reading any in it it was like oh it was such a zen space to be in right but then I was started having conversations with people and they would mention stuff that I had no clue about and I was like mm, that doesn't feel good either because some of y'all <laughs> y'all don't, y'all explanation skills are not that great you get what I'm telling you like no shade no tea um, but you know, once you got some of y'all are trying to recount a story, it really sounds like Pearl in the window on two two seven. Y'all ain't got all the facts. Y'all just saw a couple of things. Y'all went back into the house, popped some popcorn, got something to drink, came back out, and saw the tail end of some shit. And then y'all tried to put those two things that you saw together completely missing the middle part so i was like yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to get back in there and uh fight through it so it's really been a balancing act for me trying to figure out um how much i can absorb how much when i need to uh clock out you know what stuff i need to go back and get some more information on that kind of thing but um hey we here um Depending on what happens after January, I might be doing this podcast from Ghana or <laughs> let me just let y'all know something. I'm not about to play these games here. Okay. I'm not about to go in too deep because you know how I get all the way turned. What up on broil? I don't even go to like 275, 250 where you just warm stuff. No, I go to a smooth broil. That's where if you look in the oven, it's all out flames in the oven. Yeah. Um, but I'm not about to play these uh, Jim Crow 1950 games here. I'm not about to do that. I'm telling y'all right now. And uh, to the white people out here who think that um, this shit is cool or it doesn't matter because I just said something but I didn't physically hurt you or touch you or, you know, my response shouldn't be to crack you in your fucking mouth. Um, because all you said was a word, that's not gonna work either. So don't don't let your mouth get a whole row of your teeth knocked out your face. And that's all I'm gonna say. Anyway, um, so <laughs> when I got back, um, this is like catch up space right now. Um, when I got back from my much needed Thanksgiving vacation and shout out to the Robinson and Franklin crew. Like we really got together. We put it down. The food was off the hook. 
Oh, fr- and Burton. Robinson, Franklin, Burton uh, crew. Yeah, we, what? Got it together. Um, And just had a good time. We had some spades going, you know, mad shit talking across the table, right? Just up to the point where you think it might be a fight and then everybody get tense, like, oh, sh- here we go. Then it was like, ah, okay. Ah. <laughs> Rise and fly, y'all niggas lost. <laughs> Uh, but um it was cool so i got back started back doing shows or whatever of course preparing for december 14th don't forget that december 14th two shows 730 30 uh tickets are already selling so make sure you get yours make sure you use the promo code hr comedy live you can go to uh stand up new york's website standupny.com get those tickets december 14th uh 7 30 or the 9 30 show promo code HR comedy live anyway so I'm back in the city doing shows and um I found myself in a really small room which is perfect for me because I don't necessarily have to focus on telling jokes it's more of a conversation for me so I was at nothing but white people so I asked them I'm like so what was Thanksgiving like you know other than that bland ass chicken like what what kind of <laughs> what was the temperature in the house right because I'm going to be honest, I don't truly, truly believe, I I think there were some white people who went home and had those conversations with their family like, yo, really? This dude, y'all, that's what y'all going? Okay. But for the most part, I don't think most white people went home and had those conversations and confrontations. I think if they went home, they sat there eating that stovetop stuffing <laughs> and uh, streaming casserole. And just was, like, buying their time until they had to get out. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of the conversation was brought up. No talk of politics. No talk of Obama, Trump, Hillary. Um, counting votes. Voting. Not even dancing with the stars. No no form of voting. No show where there's any voting. No place where there's counting. They didn't bring up the count. They didn't bring up Count Chocula. They didn't bring up anything that had anything that could be possibly related back to, like, no talk of running, like, just in case it was going to delve into the whole political race. Like, no talk of racing, running. So the family member that just ran ran in some big race that year, this year, they like, shh, don't, hey, don't say shit about the race. The run, I know you know what you're talking about. People who had the runs couldn't even bring it up. They was just like, you know what, I'm going to go over. I can't. They didn't bring up bubbles because bubbles could go back to the bu- the balloons that fell out the sky when Hillary was running and everybody thought she was going to win. Like, it just was a lot of things that I felt like people just avoided all together. Didn't nobody talk about a hill because hill could go back to Hillary or even Hillary coming out of the hills when she was walking down and looking like the Crypt Keeper. Yo. <laughs> Woo! Mm-mm-mm. Boy, Hillary came up out them mountains looking like... <laughs> Looking like Moses with the two tablets. <laughs> Hillary looked like <laughs> Hillary. <laughs> Son. <laughs> you ever see a bear when they first come out of hibernation? <laughs> When a bear, when they first come out of hibernation, and they just kind of groggy, like, wait, what is, why is that sun up? So, (laughs) 
Ah, oh, that's how Hillary looked. I'm laughing because you know, as bad as you know, I'm sure she felt, she feels felt horrible. Like, really, you know. At the end of the day, she she in no way feels as horrible as most of the other people in this country who actually have to, who lives will be affected by this fool and his policies and all the races he's surrounding himself with. You know what I mean? That's why I like when I'm looking at rich people and they acting like they so stressed out, you ain't really that stressed out. You might be stressed out because you fear that people won't have the money to continue to support whatever it is, whatever your product is. I, I, I can I can see that feeling like, man, sh- this this motherfucker about to get in this office, about to wreak all kind of havoc. Then I'm going to try to go on tour. Ain't nobody going to go on tour. You know, and not, not to say that people are so are completely one one track minded and selfish. But I'm just saying, like somebody as rich as Oprah, of course, she's going to be out there. Oh, I met with the president elect and Melania, and, uh, you know, because it doesn't truly affect her. Now, Oprah, of course, is a compassionate person, so I can totally see her being a little bit emotionally affected, like, dang, I'm looking on the news, I'm seeing all this crazy stuff that happened, that's happening, but she's watching it from, like, a, <laughs> a hot air balloon <laughs> floating over, like, Turks and Caicos or something, so it's, you get what I'm telling you, like, people with enough money aren't, don't really have to care they can care that's what i'm trying to say they can care they don't have to care and that's a beautiful space to live in um anyway back 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 coming from thanksgiving boom the whiz family uh spades liquor bam okay got back comedy shows white people boom so talking to these cup i'm asking the crowd like what was it like going home talking to your family and of course none of them wanted to say something but this one couple actually spoke up and shout out to them the white girl was like um she was like well i asked my cousin why he voted for trump and she said her cousin said that he didn't want to pay taxes either like is your cousin on meth like is he did he not do any reading does he have no concept of politics and how taxes work and the fact that (laughs) your regular ass working overnights at target sir are paying taxes please don't think you about to be (laughs) getting your full ass check do you not think FICA is coming for all of their money? Sir, FICA will be at your house when you come out and you think it's the cold air blowing. No, that's FICA smacking you square across your jaw like, bow, bitch, where's my money? <laughs> FICA got on, <laughs> FICA got on a first stall. <laughs> Biker got on a polka dot. <laughs> Yo, and your grandmama's church hat, son, with the veil pulled over the front. Are you kidding me? You think you, your regular Joe ass, your sp- stop and shop working ass ain't about to pay. Uh, prayers up for that girl. I. <laughs> What do you even do with that? Like, that's 
somebody say some shit like that to me, I am no longer having a conversation with you. There is nothing I can say to you because you are stupid enough to believe that that is an actual option for your life. I have nothing for you. I'm just going to be like, oh, AIDS, right? And I'm walking away. I'm not talking to you. We're not going back and forth. Because you that special kind of stupid where I can show you facts. I can show you a whole report. I can break down. I can go into a whole breakdown like with a PowerPoint presentation of all the ways that's not going to work. I can play you Schoolhouse Rock. I'm just a bill on Capitol Hill and every other thing that Schoolhouse Rock had to offer. And you still would be like, but I'm saying no. <laughs> So you got that, bruh. Oh, words? Hey. <laughs> Let me go in here and see what grandma talking about. I'm not talking to your stupid ass. <laughs> Yo, dumb. Okay, so that was one. Then she's with her boyfriend and really cute little couple or whatever. Um, and after he told me about his uncle, I realized why they were in New York. These were the type of white people that was like, you know what? I can't live here with y'all. I can't, I, I'm not going to live that life. You know, I can, I can see them living in New York or any liberal ass forever, never leaving, never going back to that blood red state where those people are that dumb. They're just never going back. The dude said that his uncle, well, I guess he wouldn't be Mexican because his, um, well, I guess he wouldn't be white because the guy said his uncle who is, from Mexico, who is an illegal, right? Um, so this guy has some uh, something else in him, but he had that kind of special white face, like it was more white than Mexican in it. He said his uncle wanted Trump to win because his uncle felt like white people was better than everybody else. His uncle is actually an illegal immigrant, but he still wanted Trump to win. Because he felt like white people was better than everybody else. That ain't even funny. That right there is sad, dude. I was like, so are y'all going to get your uncle some counseling? Or, like, are y'all just going to allow him to feel like this about himself? Like, this is not okay. You have to have a special kind of self-hate to want someone to win that you know is about to send you back to the place that you came from for a, or you know what? Maybe look, maybe I'm stupid. Maybe this dude want to go back to Mexico. Maybe he's done with this bullshit. Maybe he like, you know what? I just don't have the money to make the trip back. So I'm just going to wait on this free ass flight. I ain't got time. <laughs> I'm going to just stack my money. I'm going to get all my chips together. And then when the immigration bus come, I'm going to gladly hop on it and, and take that ride up out of this burning trash fryer. So, hey, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the uncle got a plan that I don't know about. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he going to go in there and be like, oh, I'm not from Mexico. Actually, I'm from Spain. Can y'all and just get a free trip to Spain? I, you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, I could be wrong about all this shit. But uh, I definitely think somebody need, need to address the fact that he feel like white people is better than everybody else. Because that is some brainwashing on the next level. Like, 
regardless of how you feel, there's no way I would look at somebody like Trump, as stupid as Trump, as completely uneducated as Trump, as this dude can't even put a sentence together in the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way I'm going to look at that. This dude is orange. He's orange. And here's the thing. He don't even have people around him who care enough about him to at least blend that bullshit makeup down to his saggy ass neck. You th- Hell no. I don't care how much more money he got than me. I don't give a damn if he got a Trump Tower in every state in this country with a full flabby ass statue of him on top of it. And the statue is complete solid gold. He will never be better than me. I don't care. Because guess what? No. Period. I'm not going to explain it no more than that. Nope. No. Anyway. So I was like, whew, this election has taken a toll on the world. <laughs> Prayers up for that uncle, though, like for real. I really think they need to get, they need to get him in some programs or something, give him some flashcards. You know, Ayala need to go over there and fix that. That's a life need to be fixed. Like, bro, what? Um. Anyway, 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 super long introduction. Hey, y'all, hey. <laughs> so, um... Yeah, that's the that's that side of here we go. Um so in let's start. In Illinois, right? Parents are calling for smut book ban, right? So they're calling for the schools um to get certain books out of the off of the reading list so kids aren't reading these books right um one of the books is called uh the god of small things by arundate i said that arundate roy i think that's closer to it um and basically because these they're saying that these books are con- considered smut and porn and these kids shouldn't be reading about it and one of the quotes from the principal said an 18 year old shouldn't shouldn't have to try to decode what this what they're talking about in these books and these books are too heavy and oh we can't have 18 year olds reading about masturbation and sexual issues regardless of the literature I don't care if it's from Dickens or who else. Here's the thing, bruh. You worried about kids reading about masturbation and sex. You need to be worried about them on Snapchat actually masturbating and having sex. Are you kidding me? Like, do y'all... Look, any school system, anybody that has a gripe with what is happening, right? Anybody that has a gripe with kids being over-sexualized and all this stuff, it ain't in the books. Kids ain't read no damn books. It's on the internet. It is with the Z. It is on the internet. It is granted. There is some stuff in these books, but if you're a kid who hasn't been exposed to it or have no idea about it, 
your brain is only going to be able to create so many images that even paint the picture. You know what I mean? They have no reference to paint the picture of the words they're reading. So, and unless they're reading some ghetto-ass novel, some real smut-ass, you know, one of those joints with the chick on the front looking all wanting with the hair blowing and the shirt off the shoulder, then they're, if they're reading an actual literature book, there's going to be metaphors. They're going to be, hell, they get more real shit in a song. If you really concern, hell, these, these songs nowadays, they leave nothing to it, to the imagination. You don't have to do, you don't have to carry the one. You ain't got to sit and try to put your eyes in the clouds. Like, I wonder what they talking about. No, they telling you out the gate. I want to fuck that. Like they not. There's no creative stairway to heaven shit. Love come down. They not giving you. They not giving you one moment where you have to wonder what they're talking about. You know what they talking about. The last song that had any innuendo was like cake, birthday cake. <laughs> and that still wasn't like, you know cake 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 bet you wanna put your name on it oh i think i like hey i'm so excited hey i'm gonna let you bite it okay that was kind of cute but the the lyrics still pretty much went in it was like oh it's her birthday and she won't go whoa hey what the f girl i wanna fuck you right now Okay, yeah, okay, so this ain't about a party, huh? This is, uh, okay, okay, Chris Brown, my bad. <laughs> I got you, let me put these balloons away. <laughs> Guess we'll take these balloons down. Don't really think that's what, uh, put that ice cream away. That's uh, No, they might want it, leave the ice cream. <laughs> <sighs> so this argument of, like, let me tell you something. And these people, these people who present themselves as just so holier than and, oh, you know, can't imagine any anything sexual or have a problem with anything. Just the mere mention of S-E-X as a word, not just as an acronym. Like, you know, the those are the people you need to go, go through their web search history and really get to know who they really are. Because I'm telling you, I bet... I bet it's all kind of bestiality and shit. Chicks having sex with Rockwallers and, you know, just all kind of next, next, next. Because they are so repressed. They are so, you know, they are so closed off to the mere idea of genitals, standalone genitals, and Lord forbid genitals, like, exposed in the same airspace together. Like, mm-mm. But... Get them at home by themselves. Shh. Them the people that that masturbate and get choked at the same time. I look. I think I watch enough first forty eight. <laughs> I seen enough episodes of SVU. I know how this goes down. <laughs> um, I you know my opinion is it you know this argument and this gripe is in completely misplaced. I mean, we have a, quote, president-elect. Not we, y'all. Y'all have this dude in office, and he was talking about grabbing chicks by the pussy. You don't got a problem with that? 
You don't have a problem with a man saying that his daughter is so hot he would have date he would date her. That's not a problem. But you got a problem with some kids reading a book. And you know, granted, anyway, this is what I'm saying. There are so many avenues where kids are being exposed to all type of shit. For you to focus on a book, misplaced, completely misplaced, completely misplaced, you know. Anyway, so um, that's what's going on in Illinois. But, hey, Illinois, <laughs> you know. Oh, my bad, Illinois. Illinois went blue. Okay, okay. So this just must be one of those isolated-ass weirdo, you know. Anyway, I'm, but at the end of the day, every state has its weirdo population. You know what I mean? Every city has its weirdo population. It's, you know, and when I say, like, weirdo, I'm not, let me let me amend that. When I say weirdo, what I'm saying is, what I meant to say is Bible Belt, that super churchy, Bible-y, evangelical witch. If you want them evangelicals and you out here standing for Melania Trump being on the cover of magazines and newspapers, butt ass naked, nah, bruh, I'm not about to do this with y'all. Like, and I feel like that's where, that's where my problem with the whole church in general is, it's always flip-flopping based on who's at the helm. I'm not with that. The rules should be the rules should be the rules across the board. But anyway, so I'm saying that every state city has its own cluster of people who don't necessarily reflect the energy times of the people there. Okay? So, boom. He's that red state dude in a blue state. All right. So, anyway... All right, and in other um, developing uh, trash fire news, well, you know what? This isn't even necessarily something that hasn't already happened, but it's almost surprising that it's still happening. So since the election, you, I talked about this on the last podcast, how um, there were over like 500 accounts, about 500 accounts of like, intimidation, hate crimes, white people just doing some real evil-ass white people shit, right? Boom. Swastikas, anti-Semitism, shit like that, right? And, of course, that was like two weeks ago, so it's only gone up. But what's amazing to me is that now it's almost this sentiment of just because I say it, it doesn't mean that I'm racist. Or because Trump is in office and he's surrounding himself with KKK members, now we have the freedom to say whatever the fuck we want to y'all. Um, but what's so dumb to me is that there are still people out here saying shit about Michelle Obama or about the president or, you know, that kind of still saying monkey shit. Let me, let me clarify what I'm trying to say. What's dumb to me is that racists are still using the same old as racist um, comments like that's supposed to mean something, right? Calling a black person a monkey, bitch, first of all, nine times out of ten, the person that's saying it looked like a monkey. Uh, it was some fat, round face, goddamn, uh, what, 
uh, Miss Piggy face ass. She ain't even look like Miss Piggy. She looked like the real big chick that used to be on. It's a cartoon, the Cleveland show, the one that was in the wheel that was in the accessory. I think that was the Cleveland show. But that's how she looked. Like I'm telling you, if you put her face next to that lady in the accessory on this cartoon, it was the same damn person. This bitch had no chin, no cheekbones. It was just fat like if you took any part of a pig and put eyes nose and a mouth on it that was this bitch face and she had the audacity and fucking nerve to be online on facebook with her friend and talk about some well i'm glad melania is about to be in the office and ugly ass michelle and all this and just you know what i mean regardless of whether you feel like michelle obama is beautiful regardless of what you like for these quote-unquote patriot motherfuckers, they are real comfortable doing some unpatriotic shit when it's against the person that they don't give a fuck about. I don't ever claim to be mad patriotic. So I don't have a problem saying Trump is the dumbest person that ever was possibly elected to any type of official position. And I'm going all the way down to class president, bitch. I ain't talking about a real ass president. I'm talking about just straight up class president at Elmont Junior High. That's how dumb he is. So I don't I don't have no problem saying some shit like that because I've never presented myself as being patriotic. But for this whole Republican side of the team and the ticket to be so patriotic to be so you know the real americans and the good americans them motherfuckers that don't have no problem saying some real disparaging mad disrespectful shit about the president of the country that they claim to be so patriotic for you know what i'm saying and they lucky that it's, it's i'm not president they lucky i'm not first lady because i'm telling you what right now they would be chilling at the house, stream bean casserole, uh, mac and cheese on deck, sitting there, whatever white people do at night, right? Boom. Watching fucking uh, Late Late Show. No, they don't be up that late. Watching Gilmore Girl reboot, watching Fuller House or whatever they doing in the crib. <sighs> Next thing you know, the electricity would go off on the side of the house. It'll be it'll be a helicopter over the house, dudes coming down on a cable, crashing through, like shooting through the whole roof of the house. Don't give a fuck who it who under me. Blah, 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 blah. Shooting through the roof. Bam, get to the second floor. Bop, bop, shooting everybody in there. Bam, shooting through that floor. Bop, 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 bop. Go through the floor. At the same time, I got the whole house around it. They coming through the doors, they coming through the window. Bop, 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 bop. All right. Oh, shit. They got mac and cheese. This look good as hell. Let's get up out of here. All right. Um, send it. Send in the cleanup crew. Say something about. Think you want to say something about me, my husband, my wife, my kids, my mama, my dog. What? Trust me. Let it have been about three SEAL Team 6 incidents where people said some real disparaging shit. And then all of a sudden came up dead. Whole house on fire. Car drove off the road. Slipped on some ice, but it's the middle of summer. Let, three times, trust me, nobody would have been saying shit. Everybody been like, you know what? I, I, I I'm just so happy. Oh, <laughs> but I'm petty, <laughs> so you know, of course. But Rock and Michelle, 
they don't even y'all don't even exist in a world and that's the funny thing these people out here saying shit and aren't even on the radar of what Barack and Michelle is doing on their day-to-day. What's funny is these stupid-ass people continue to do it and then have everybody else around them snitch them out. So this fat-faced lady with no goddamn muscle structure in her shit, she said something to a woman who was, I think, the mayor, and then the mayor was like, you just made my day. Now, bitch, it's clear racists don't know how the Internet works. That's very clear to me. Or racists really don't have a a concept that everybody around them is not as racist, right? Um, but so the mayor came back, said some dumb shit, agreed with it. But now this bitch lost her job, and the fat face chick, she probably didn't have a job in the first place, so she just chilling at home. Now they both at home, like I don't know what happened. I, my page was private. <laughs> How did it get all over the interwebs? <laughs> anyway, but that continues to happen. So. All that to say and all that 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 to say there's a doctor in Denver who just recently called Michelle Obama a monkey face. Bitch. Now this bitch face looked like a stretched Laffy Taffy. You hear me? Her face looked like, like it's long. Like if you, it's only a front view, but I'm sure if you turn to the side, she got that. (laughs) So bitch. You take you saying Michelle got a monkey face, but bitch, you over here looking like a straight up llama girl. Bye, your alpaca face ass, yo. Before and after, but it's both of them the same picture face ass, yo. Dry ass. I just want my husband to pay attention to me. That's why I'm here on Rachel Ray so I can get a free makeover. Old out of shape built. <laughs> but here's the thing. That's just because I'm petty. You don't come from a shell, bitch, and you already know I don't play them games. <laughs> the fuck? She's a doctor, right? She said this on her Facebook page, Dr. Michelle Heron. And, I mean, yeah, you said it. You're fucking stupid. Nobody uses monkey for anything. Every, we all come from monkeys, bitch. You're dumb. So, the thing is, is that <laughs> you a doctor, you ain't smart enough to know this was a dumb move. So now she not only is a doctor, but she's also a teacher at a local uh, medical school. So now this dumb holding lost her job. Well, she hasn't lost her job. She's no longer teaching at the university. And shout out to the university. And shout out to any of these organizations and corporations who are diligent about getting these people up off their roster. Because that's where the real change happens. Don't nothing affect change like people pockets being affected, period. We know that. So once, you know, as long as people are being held accountable, as long as we as a society are saying, oh, bitch, you're not about to say that. Oh, you're not you're not about to stand here in that position and say that. Oh, you're not going to be working there. Now you can say it at your own time. You can complete you can absolutely be in your trailer park. You can absolutely be at your meth lab doing all that shit. You can be at your heroin hideout, whatever wherever you doing, you know, wherever the evil white people hang out and shit. The White House after January. Now, if y'all want to say that shit there, oh, you know, it is what it is. 
You want to say that over your fucking dry-ass cherry pie? Then go right ahead. Inside your house? No problem. At your own little team meeting? Okay. But what you're not going to do is be working for Citibank and Sandy. You're not going to be working for a hospital and Sandy. You're not going to be working at Target and Sandy. Bitch, who the fuck? No. So shout out to the organizations and corporations and companies who recognize how important it is to get these people to fuck up out of here. And damn sure, if you a teacher, hell no, nah, bitch. We have no need for you here. If you are a city official, hell no, nah, bitch. Bye. Don't, that, then it's very clear how you feel about a whole other section of the people you serve, however small that may be. Hell no. Nah. Bye. Go go to Whitey Whiterton town and go work there, bitch. But there's nothing for you here. And that needs to be the con- Consistent. It needs to be a consistency until these people who obviously are suffering from some type of mental dis- deficiency, some type of mental illness, that can't get it through their stupid-ass skulls. Mm. Maybe it's that monkey forehead, bitch, you got that you can't process. <laughs> I am so petty. Okay, anyway, I keep getting thrown off. But what I'm trying to say is this woman who is in this position as a doctor as well as a teacher, not only did she make the statement about Michelle, and the statement is um, monkey face and poor Ebonic English, but then this is where it really got real. She ended it by saying, there, I said it, and I'm still not a racist. First of all, just because you... Say you're not a racist doesn't, in fact, mean you're not a racist. Being a racist means you say and do racist shit. Calling a black person monkey face is racist. How do you? And then, bitch, Ebonics, how you tried it? Motherfucking Michelle, you know what? This is, I'm standing for Michelle the whole goddamn episode. The last person that you can ever, and not that, you know, using Ebonics is some horrible thing, but, bitch, you, that's the last person on this earth that you can be like, poor use of language. Bitch, have you heard Michelle speak, ho? We talk, uh, bitch, are you fucking, girl, if you don't get out of here with your Phoenix Online-ass degree, bitch, fuck you. Michelle <laughs> Ebonics, girl, white people, white women, get your white women. That's all I can say. Get your white women because seriously, that don't even make a little bit of sense. There's no point where you've ever seen Michelle speaking in a place where it was, you know, a formal setting. And she, have you ever seen Michelle? All right. And on everything I love at the end of the day, girl, in a whole other instance, this hoe goes on and says that, you know, now she's a bank executive. So you already know all the black people that didn't never got a loan, couldn't get no remodeling, no none of that. You already know the reason why. If June Pride Pridemore, Pridemore, June Pridemore, another uh sausage face ass. Anyway, she goes on this whole rant about I'm certainly glad Trump Trump has a lot of money because um he won't be bought out like Barack or his wife and those host of relatives that live at the White House for US for the US to support. First of all, bitch, don't I'm not even you know what I'm not even gonna do because this is too stupid for me to even really go in on. This, you know, 
So you trying to say that Barack and Michelle is like welfare cases, bitch? What are you talking? We're talking about two lawyers, ho. Anyway, I'm not going to do that. Because this whole group of people, people who do say shit like this and do shit like this, they are they have no interest in what facts are. They have they have done no real reading or any you know, they don't do shit like that. They see a black person and they make an assessment based on what they believe black people who they believe black people are and what they believe black people can achieve and and our only achievement. So I have no time for June Primor. Bitch, kill yourself and uh, fuck you and good luck out there. Now you're talking about somebody living off the system, but your broke ass about to be on unemployment, hoe. So who about to live off the system, hoe? Anyway, don't come for Michelle. You know how I feel. Do you know Michelle? <laughs> Bitch. Woo! Anyway, white people, white women, get your white women. For real. Because this is three whole ass incidents of white bitches coming out the woodwork saying some bullshit. And then white women get your white women. When y'all go to the Million Woman March in D.C., that needs to be on the agenda. How y'all get y'all aunties and grandmamas and fucking mamas and shit in formation. Because for real? They got y'all out here looking crazy. They out here just talking. They ain't got no facts, no figures. They ain't look nothing up. Just the other day, white woman on CNN talking about the election. Just out of nowhere. Here she go. Over a million immigrants voted. And the lady on CNN was like, where did you hear that? Oh, I, I heard it. Where? Where? I, it's, it was all on. You can Google it. Where? Google where, bitch. Google where. Where? Uh, no, I don't. You can't just say blatant shit and then act like, oh, now it's on me to prove the fact. No, bitch, you said this stupid shit. This is for you to prove, not for me to prove. That's like me saying, yeah, you know, Idris was all at my house last night talking about why I won't just marry him. And I was like, I ain't got time to marry you right now. But I ain't got not nan receipt. Meanwhile, his his Instagram pictures is over in goddamn <laughs> South of France. Get your white women, white people. Get them. Get them. All of them. I need y'all to get in formation. You see one getting out of line. You see one tripping at the motherfucking coffee shop at Michael's, screaming and ranting. Just pull, pull the white woman. Hey, sis, look, um, it's a lot going on right now. The last thing we need is your white ass in here tripping about some bullshit. So um, I'm going to need you. Look, let me, you want a pumpkin, you want a pumpkin spice? You you want a pumpkin. Let me get you a pumpkin spice latte. Sit down. Just breathe, girl. Just breathe. A pump, two pumpkin spice. Yeah, okay. So, look, what's going on? Is everything, girl, okay, look, it's real out here. I just need you. Oh, my bad. I'm I'm doing that as a black girl. Hold on. Let me do it. Um, wait, um, Kaylin, can I? No, I'm sorry, Amber. Oh, I'm sorry, Becca. Oh, okay, Becca. Becca. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this has been a lot more fun than I thought. All right. Final story, because I'm not about to do this with y'all all day. Oh, shit. It's funny. Okay, real quick. Final story. Um, there in um Tennessee, there is video of a police officer who confronted a man at AutoZone. The, the man, what I don't... I couldn't hear. You can't hear what the confrontation was. This dash cam video. So um, the the man comes out of the auto zone, 
gets in his car, drives away. The officer follows the man to his house and shoots him five times point blank with an with the AK with the AR15. Point blank. I'm telling you this um this man was no more than five steps away from him. Both white. White officer, white man. And uh, I'm reporting this, number one, because this will become the norm. So, yes, um, we've watched video of video of video of police officers shooting black men, shooting black women, uh, pulling them, unlawfully pulling them out of the car, unlawfully handcuffing them, unlawfully. I watched one officer, the black man was already getting on the ground very peacefully, very slowly. He just kicked him in the face. Like, kicked him square in the fucking face, right? So we've seen that with black people, but we starting to see it with white people. And I'm just saying to y'all white people who at, who want to be out here yelling blue lives matter and who want to be out here acting like police have the right to kill black people, have the right to harass black people, have the right to stop them for no reason, pull them out of the cars, um, pull guns on them. The people that's listening, who understand, that get it, and we all in the same. So, boo, boo, boo. So, all that to say, go back, 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 back. Police officers, if if white people continue to stand with police officers who are killing um, innocent, unarmed people, it's only a matter of time. So, it, regardless of the fact that this man is standing in front of his house with a metal pipe, he's still, for the most part, unarmed against an AR-15. That man, that police officer shot him five times. He shot him four times in the chest, one time in the back. Point, I'm telling you, if you stand in front of somebody and take maybe five steps back, and I'm being generous, that's how far apart they were. And he shot that man five times with an AR-15. And guess what? The city, of, I mean, the state of Tennessee didn't see any problem with it. The, di the district attorney of Tennessee found that the shooting justified. Now, nobody has said why this man went there. Nobody has given any, any, any reasoning why the cop was followed this man home or es he, that cop escalated that situation, which when you watch majority of these videos, who's escalating? The cops are escalating. They are the ones taking shit to the next level when they are when they are paid to de-escalate. That is a part of their job. You know, for people who want to get home safe and who you know, they only concern is to get home to their family, they sure like to turn up. They sure like to go back and forth. They sure like to have a gun out. They sure like to drag people up out the car, choke hold people. I mean, look at look at um Alton Sterling, that cop dove on him. He dove on him. So for somebody who feared for his life and he only want to get home safe, then what the fuck is you doing diving on his back like it's WrestleMania? You know what I'm not going to do? Anyway, so like I said, watch what I'm telling you. D this stuff does not happen in a vacuum. It's not going to just be black people for forever and ever. I've already 
there was already um the little uh seventeen year old boy that got murdered by the police. I watched another dude, a white dude. He he got in a car accident. He tried to get out the car. Soon as his body, like his car was flipped. Soon as his body popped up, they shot him. They didn't ask no questions. They didn't try to see if the the, the dude had even had. They shot him immediately. So yeah. Those in no way compared to the amount of black people that have been murdered by the police that we've seen, never mind the shit that we haven't seen. But please understand, these four and five incidents of white people is going to become 15 and 20, and then it's going to become 30 and 50. It's not, trust me, the more police feel empowered that they can go kill, do whatever they want to do, and it's going to be considered justified, there is... You know, the attorneys are going to find that they acted in, in you know, correctly and it was within the law. Watch what I'm telling you. Because these police officers, no shade, some of them are really good dudes, but some of them ain't got shit else going on. They couldn't do shit else. They couldn't pass not now other tests. Some of them is passed out like they are the son of a son of a son of a son of a damn uh police chief or some shit. So this is all they could this is all they could do. It was 17 calls and 50 favors put in to get this fool a job. So he ain't even there because he, you know, he's a he's the top person for the job. He's the top cop. He placed highest in his graduated class. No, he was a fuck up that just happened to have some enough of a legacy in the police department that they just shuffled his dumb ass in there. Anyway. So, yeah, hey, guys, thanks. That's all I got. I didn't, yeah, thanks. I, did you have fun? I, I felt like a low self-esteem dude after sex. <laughs> so, I'm, did, did, did you come? Like, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, can, I, I can go back and maybe... <laughs> Thank y'all so much for hanging out, man. Checking out Black Ass Podcast. I'm Hadia Robinson. Take a second, man. Go to hrcomedy.com. Hit the podcast section and subscribe. The podcast is available on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Blueberry. Um, it's on Google now. It's a lot of different places. You have a lot of options. I ho- I'm hoping you've already subscribed. Uh, thanks again to everybody that was in my inbox. Like, um, you know what? Happy Thanksgiving, but bitch. <laughs> And finally, don't forget, we are now officially in December, so the countdown is on December 14th. I am I am doing two hours of comedy on some Chappelle shit. It's actually one hour show and then another hour show. But at the end of the day, I got two hours. I got a whole Wednesday locked at Stand Up New York. I got my very hilarious homeboy, John Laster, hosting for me. I have a very hilarious opener, Alex English opening for me, and I have I might got a special guest coming through that might gonna get up and do a little something something show me some love, so please 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 go to um, standupny.com. Go to December fourteenth on the calendar. You will see this beautiful face, um, and just uh, select 
either the 7.30 show, the 9.30 show. Use promo code HR Comedy Live for your $10 ticket. And uh, come through, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Again, um, December 14th, 7.30 or 9.30, Stand Up New York, uh, StandUpNY.com. HR Comedy Live is the promo code. $10 tickets is yours. All right, y'all, I'm up out of here. Thank y'all so much. Peace.